Picard of the shotgun. He's really struggling tonight. 3 of 14, 28 yards, and 5 interceptions. Picard takes a snap, rolls to his right, feels some pressure, throws across his body like a dumbass, and it's picked off. It's Jones. Jones going to go all the way to the end zone. Touchdown. Picard misses him, and he throws his sixth interception of the game. This one, a pick six. You're listening to the Picard Pick Six Show on Apple and Spotify. Here's your host, Scott Picard. Episode 3 is presented by the Vookie app. If you're tired of sweating overs unders until the final seconds of the game and never winning, download the Vookie app and have more fun betting on sports today. With raffle prizes available every single day, compete for top raffle prizes against your friends and sail away without them on that trip you just won. Make sure to take your significant other, though, so you're out of the doghouse. Better than being in the doghouse for paying your bookie in September's rent. Download Bookie today in the Apple Store. Bet sports, win raffles, 100% risk-free. Week zero's in the books. Back to week one on the Picard Pick 6 show. Alec, your Nebraska Cornhuskers are not good. <laughs> Well, I'd like to say uh, I'm going to take a positive outlook. It's great to be here, Scott. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm now an announced full-time co-host. It might have been a pity invite because Scott was feeling for me after after the Saturday beatdown. But, yeah, it's... Um. uh, It's not a it's not a great uh, year to be a Nebraska Cornhusker. Let's just put it that way. I will go. All right. So first off, do a little recap. I went five and one, up three and a half units. You went three and three. Couple like good. The losses were were bad. Like were good losses. Like you had the over in the UTEP at thirty one and a half points. It was thirty one. Like three had eighteen minutes left to play. I go to my grave saying if Nebraska, if there wasn't a rough in the pra- passer call in that Nebraska game. They win that game. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and honestly, let, you know, getting back to the records, three and three, a week zero. That I'm just warming up. Yeah, just I am up. just warm. I, that is free entertainment on Saturday. That was incredible. Yeah, I'm all downhill from here. Yeah, I got to go six and zero to like improve. It's I'm downhill from here, so don't expect that every week. And if I do, I'm quitting my job and just betting money all day. All day, if I can do that, that's the goal. That is the goal. Uh, on top of that. We had a bad beat in that Nebraska game. Uh, I gave it the under at 55 because that's what it is. And a lot of our lines, today's Tuesday. We're recording because there's a lot of games Thursday and Friday. But we record on Wednesday. Uh, what really happens is the line probably changes a lot by Friday. So well, that's why we put out our picks. You'll hear it here on Wednesdays. I give it under 55. It closed at 52 and a half. Nebraska missed the extra point. It was 30-22. They missed two of them. They missed two, but they missed that one to get the over. I would I would have... I've never been on that side of winning an under or being that side of like losing over. That would have been exhilarating to win that. It, you know, I, I, I feel for it. I didn't realize at the moment the magnitude of an extra point, but you know, I, I am a disappointed Nebraska fan in August this year. It usually waits until at least September, but I, I saw something today. There was a note where they were like, yeah, we felt, we felt confident with our kicker. He had a great week in practice. I'm like, how do we even put that out yeah. after the fact? No, you just wear it. Kicker missed two extra points. I mean, just. He buried like a 40-yard field goal. Yeah, just, <laughs> I mean, just demoralizing. I feel for, all the, feel for all the overs. I'm sure they hate Nebraska football now even more than, more than myself at this point. Yeah, it's, Scott Frost is on the hot seat uh, now, yeah. but. You know, th- there's there's a there's a, a phrase that I uh, a quote I heard from Trent Dilfer one time that said, "You do not lose games 
and expect to win them. And I think Nebraska has just proven that time and time again. And until they change that narrative, uh, it's going to be a long, long lifetime for us uh, Nebraska Cornhusker fans. Oh, man. So let's get into week one. We're actually here. Billions of games going on. Uh, we're just going to go by, like, start with Thursday, Friday games, and Saturday, Sunday, and go through. Yeah. Um, so first off, I want to start with the uh, UCF-Boise State. We got UCF minus five and a half. Um, over under 68 and a half. Uh, I'll just say this. Boise State, their T-Dog died. So they're playing for something. But it's not their mascot. And I said, like, the better mascot, death all the time. I really like UCF. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to ride with UCF there. I mean, that's my only pride and joy of Scott Frost era that I'm just praying uh, that they can find someday. But I think with Dylan Gabriel, I think you know you have Boise State going into the humidity early September. I'm not sure if you guys have ever been to uh, to uh, the Florida area in August September. It is miserable. I think it's gonna be tough conditions, long game. You know, especially with uh, with how uh, how many points I think we're going to be put up on the board. I, I think you're looking pretty confident with the UCF laying laying just five. I'm surprised it's not a full score personally. I, I think there's some value there, and uh, you know, I think it's gonna be an, it's going to be an exciting Thursday football game. I think that's the first game of the day there, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what Boise State has this year, and I think you're also going to see what U, UCF has this year. There, yeah, I, I'll say this: Gus Gus Malzahn is is a good coach, obviously. Um, he did get let go, but he had success with mobile quarterbacks. I've said this before. Whenever he sometimes gets these pocket passing quarterbacks, he runs, you know, this zone read running. He likes to run the ball a lot. UCF is very good at throwing the ball with, with Dylan Gabriel. If he somehow just buys into being, letting them throw the ball more and not go to his old ways and be like, we're going to run the ball a lot. We're going to, Dylan Gabriel is not a mobile quarterback. So, if he lets them just kind of keep their how their offense normally is, I see them. I see them winning by ten, right? Yeah. I'm worried about Gus just going to his old ways of just trying to like run the ball a thousand times and not have a mobile quarterback, and people aren't gonna be worried about some zone read. They're just gonna focus on the running back. So that's my one worry with him. But he's a good quarter. He's a good coach. Like he's he's proven to want to win. Uh, it, hopefully, he realizes it's gonna be a different different recipe um, with the current you know personnel he does have but i i'm fully confident with the conditions playing at home i i have no no doubt in my mind ucf takes care of business it looks like the spread now is five according to caesar sportsbook so um i still better for us uh ucf yeah, ucf absolutely we go on to I, i'm only doing this game because it's our hometown we're in scottsdale and asu's playing suu it's 45 and a half um southern utah university stinks they're not good I will say, though, is if they can just score, like, seven points, I love the over. So I, I'd, I'd probably lean that, but I just don't know um, if they could yeah, do that. That's big question. Short week. They played on Saturday. I think it, it, for me to, to look, I'd have to see what that first half value is. Um, I think ASU could put it away early. I just... Yeah. Uh, the one thing with ASU is notoriously, I've watched them play the last couple of years since I've been out here more than I've ever watched an ASU football team. They always struggled. Like two years ago, they played Sacramento State. It was like nineteen seven. They played Kent State. It was like thirty to seven. It took them a while to get going. Like they start off so slow. That's the only thing that worries me. Yeah. But you know, it's a new year. Herm's you know third year now. Yeah. Third year. year. Jaden Daniels is third. Year. Like he's looking to like pick it up now in his third year and try to become and put his name on the map for that. Maybe next year's Heisman type talk. I know that people talk about it a little bit, but. 
And, and even if not necessarily Heisman talk, I think you're talking about a potential Pac-12 player of the year. I I don't know if, I mean, what was it, 45, 45 and a half points? Yeah. I mean, that's just so Over many, under 55 and a half. That's yeah. so many points. When you're playing SUU, I mean, if you're up by 35, I don't see how you even keep anyone in. Yeah. That's where it's tough for me to get up to that point. But also, to your point, maybe the overs a play. Yeah. Maybe, you know, they get, you know, give up 10 points. 52-7 or something Yeah, like that. I mean, it... it who knows? Yep. We'll have to see how my early Thursday bets go for yeah. me to hit the late one. Do <laughs> um, we get into like one of the big games of the week? I, I like. I, I don't know how I feel actually of how the Big Ten starting with Big Ten games first. Don't love it. I don't like because I think what it does is it hurts some teams where let like do what the SEC does and let these guys play. You know these non-conference games, get them up like three or if they're playing like you're a Georgia versus. Clemson, maybe they win that. Even if they lose, Georgia won't drop out too much. Where you go into the season against the SEC, like with 19 teams, it feels like ranked with the SEC does smartly. I don't like the Big Ten doing this because it ruins some people's like hopes already. But we'll go on the first one. Ohio State, Minnesota. Minus 14, Ohio State. Over, under 65 and a half. Ohio State has a new quarterback. I, they're probably the best wide receiving core. They did graduate. Um... The running game wasn't so great last year. Their defense, they lost, but their front four returning, that's pretty strong. And Minnesota loves, they have Taylor Morgan, but he doesn't have the wide receivers anymore. They have uh, Ibrahim. Ibrahim, the running back. But I think their strengths pound goes well with Ohio State's strength on defense of stopping the run. I'm not a huge Taylor Morgan fan um, from throwing perspective, especially if he doesn't have the wide receivers like he did Bateman last yeah. year and stuff that can go up and make plays. I really like Ohio State minus 14. I think there's a lot of value there. The big question is, I mean, not one, there hasn't been one snap taken by an Ohio State quarterback that's on the roster. That's the only question mark. I I, I could easily see it being a 28 or 35 point blowout, but I also, I don't know what I don't know. I feel like Ohio State is a plug and play at quarterback. They I agree. they get these dudes that they pre- prepare them. They put them in there. Isn't he's a redshirt freshman? Yep. So he was there all last year under Justin Fields. I just feel that they just plug and play. Justin Fields never f- played for Ohio State the year he started. J- Dwayne Haskins won the job over Joe Burrow and he threw a fifty touchdown pass. I think they just their offense. Ryan Day is so good at coaching and, and, and obviously learn from Urban. Like they just plug in these quarterbacks that just do very well. And, and they're, they're high recruits, too. Yeah, they're, they're, not like, just, they're five-star recruits. Yeah, also, they're the best wide-receiving uh, core in the country. Yeah. No, I, I think Ohio State, I think there's a ton of value there. Is it in Ohio State or is it in, in Minnesota? In Minnesota. I just can't see myself betting Minnesota and sitting this game, like, happy. I, I could not go to bed at night betting Minnesota and Ohio State winning by 35. I could go to bed <laughs> and sleep well. If I bet Ohio State and they only win by seven, yeah, that's that's what you got to ask yourself exactly. at the end of the day. Can you live with yourself? I I I also like would lean if you if you don't want to bet that you want to take over under. I would lean to the over. I just think Ohio State can put up like sixty five or, or sixty five. Geez, can put up like like forty five points. They could put up sixty five. They probably there's <laughs> like if their quarterback is good as good as like, I mean he they just have, they just put dude. Yeah. It's like they have dudes. They have dudes that just go in there. I mean Joe Burrow won a Heisman for a different school. Yeah, <laughs> I mean and, he's a dude. And, and the guy that, that he. He replaced the guy that outdid the job. We had to throw for like 50 touchdowns that year. I mean, <laughs> we, you look at this history, at least maybe not history, but the last 10 years. I mean, they won a national championship with, what, a third-string quarterback that year? Yeah, Cardell Jones. And then the Braxton Miller, who was a two-time Offensive Player of the Year. Then they moved to JT Barrett because he, he ended up balling out. And then he got replaced by Cardell Jones. And, like, they just— Doesn't matter. They're they just, I agree. I think minus 14 is a great play. I'd be, it'd be interesting to see what the public goes over the next It hasn't moved, yeah, recently, which a lot of other lines we will get into. Yeah, there's a moved. lot of lines that are moving uh, big time. 
we go into the oh, there's one game on Thursday night. Northwestern Michigan State. I'm gonna spend 30 seconds on it for over under 45. I'm taking. I can't see six touchdowns in this game. Uh, I can't. If you ever bet the over on a Northwestern football game, you have <laughs> giant me. cojones because huge fucking. Balls. I mean, they'll win. They will win their eight nine games this year. But they'll. Oh, give I think up. they stink this year. I think really. I, yeah, I think they're gonna be bad. As I long think, as they lose to Nebraska, that's fine. Yeah, I think they. I think they're like a four or five. Well, they team have this the year. Uh, what's his name? The transfer from uh, Michigan or something stepping in. Yeah, I not just, that it matters. Yeah, but. I just. I don't think that I just never saw I don't, I'm not sold them this year, but I just that was my preseason stuff. But yeah, that's I'll take the under. You have huge balls if you take that over in yeah. Northwestern. Any, any, any Ohio State, non Ohio State game, if you take an over in the Big Ten, you have balls. And if, guess what? I'm taking one. If I'll you, if you ever see Northwestern, I mean, this might be their highest over under of the year, to be honest, because typically when you once the weather changes, you'll be seeing 42, 41, 40, and then you're like, wow, 40 points, like 20 to 17 but games, just 40, that's just normal. 40 seems so low. You're like, 40 points, man, that's so low. But then when you do the math, you're like, wait, they got to win 21-20? Then you're like, ah, they're not giving up 21 points, and they're not scoring 21. Yeah, <laughs> so, I agree, I so, agree. Uh, we go into the Friday night game. We got the Tar Heels versus Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. Tar Heels are favored by five and a half. Over under 64. Uh, I will say this. I will say this. I only think this line's five and a half because it's in Blacksburg. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I I, I mean, Sam Howell's an animal. He's got to be a top five pick. Top five pick this year. I mean, it's, unless something crazy happens this year that, I mean, if Mitch Trubisky can go where he went in the draft <laughs> with a six and six squad there, he can go top five. I, I'll say this. I think people are higher on – I mean, again, I could be wrong. I think people are higher on Virginia Tech than I am. I think Fuentes is, like, his coaching for his job this year, and I don't think he's going to – like, I think he's a 6-6 six and six coach every year. And if he's coaching – I think he, one of my things was he's going to get fired by the end of the year, let go. He doesn't – if you win this game, he stays. He's going to keep his job if he beats UNC, a top 10 team, I think they are right now, 9 or 10 or 11. Um, I, I think – People are really harping on UNC losing a lot of skill position players. Absolutely, their return to the defense is good. I don't think Virginia Tech's offense is that good. Last year, I think this game was like a hundred to hundred and five. Like it was just a scoring the, oh, yeah. And it Virginia was... Tech always gives UNC troubles. They've they, for the last couple of years they've given them trouble. But this is Matt, Mac Brown finally has his guys. I think he's to the point where he replaced a couple good skill players. I think he's got dudes waiting in the wing to come replace these guys too. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you there. I think Mac Brown's got his system; it works. People were doubt. I think people were doubtful when he got hired on there. Like, hey, is this really? Can he turn this around? I mean, he's proven that. I think if you're looking at a neutral field, you're looking at a seven and a half to eight point line there. And if you're looking at UNC at home, I think you're looking close to double digits, if not at ten points. First game of the year, you really have no idea. Uh, you know, obviously people are going to be amped, but I still like the experience there with Howell under center. I think he can take you there. Do I think they win by two, three scores? No, but I think they get up to seven to probably 10 points and, and close it out. I, I think especially early on, there's a lot of like with Virginia Tech, it's, it's in Blacksburg. That crowd's awesome. That'd be an awesome game to go to. Andrew Salmon's one of the best traditions in sports, um, especially college sports. They've always played them tough, but when you just look at it on like paper and like coaching, like line up the coaches, line up the players, the best players on the best offensive player 
It's on UNC, the best coaching staff and the best defense. They have all that. I just, I just, I'm give me, give me five and a half. I, again, I, if it go up to seven, I would still, I still like UNC. And so I'm getting an extra point and a half. I'll take that every yeah. day. I, I, I think it's a, it's a great value pick. I mean, what, they're number 10 preseason and you're telling me they're less than a, less than a score favorite. I, I think you have to take it and Virginia Tech can prove me wrong. Absolutely. But I think you're going to be confident with that bet. And I think you're going to be happy at the end of that game. Yep. Uh, move on to into like Saturday, Saturday's games. We got a top rank Oklahoma versus uh, Tulane. It, Where is that game at now? It's moved to Oklahoma. So it was going to be held at the Mercedes, not the Mercedes Benz. What's the Caesar Superdome? Caesar Superdome. Uh, they moved it because uh, uh, the hurricane. That spread went from, tw- it opened up at like 22 to start the year. It went to 26 when it, it got moved. It's now the 31 and a half. I liked it at 28. I mean, 31's a lot. I could see it being, uh, it's a lot of points. Um, Tulane stinks. Oklahoma's very good, but is is Oklahoma going to like struggle a little bit, start slow, get a little, you know, like they did last year? Yeah, just kind of just not play up to their potential, then turn it on the second half. I I won't bet this game I, at twenty six. I liked Oklahoma the extra five or six points. I'm getting a little more nervous. Like they might start off slow, a backdoor cover. They might bench their starters now to not get hurt. Um, there's a lot of things that are going to play to this game, so I'm going to stay away from it. But I like it's it's some of the Ohio State. Like, I can't bet Tulane yeah. and watch that game. Yeah, I would be interested to see what the over-under is. Um, I, it was 69. It was I mean, I don't I don't know much about Tulane. I, I saw the spread when I was looking at games yesterday, and I saw how much it moved, and I'm like, I like you said, that's it's so many points. You really have no idea, but I just don't see 69 points being scored. Uh, you know, Oklahoma's defense, I think they're going to cause some trouble. I think this has got to be their best from what I've read, it's got to be one of their better defenses they've had. Yeah. I just don't know if 69 points happened in that game. Yeah, no, that's I, – I just stay away from – I'm not going to bet that. Actually, I, I say I'm not going to bet it. He's betting it. Uh, when it comes – I won't be one of my picks, and I won't tell people to bet it, but, like, if I do well Thursday, Friday, I bet a lot, a lot more. Like, I'm a fucking idiot. When it if comes I to do gambling. well Thursday, Friday, I'm betting the house on – anything on saturday i'm just confident oh yeah you're just rolling free entertainment free and that's why like most of us idiots like don't win as much as we should if we were just smart stick to your couple bets you like go heavier on those boom but i just like have to bet i turn the tv on if there's a game on and i i just like oh i'll spend money on this game i can't watch this game if there's no money or anything on it so it's it's free entertainment you're gonna put something on it and you're gonna have fun watching it yep moving on to a Big Ten game, a big Big Ten game. Penn State, Wisconsin. We have Wisconsin minus five. I think it was up to five and a half. It could it could have switched um, over under fifty. Big balls of betting over. I actually like the over here. I think it's not a bad play. I, I love Graham Mertz. I think he's very good. I, he ran that offense well pre COVID. He got COVID. He got his he's, ass kicked last yeah, year by yeah. COVID. Never was the same. Assuming he has not had a second bout with COVID, I love Graham Mertz in Wisconsin. I even think there's there's value play at trying to get them in the big to, be, to win the Big Ten championship. But I I agree with you there. I three years ago, if you said, "Hey, you're taking Wisconsin's over," I'm gonna no. laugh at your face. But I do love the the over here. All right, Grant Grant Mertz is is a very good. I think he's a very good quarterback. Uh, they can run the ball. He can throw. He's he's their best throwing quarterback since Russell Wilson. 
Yes. Everyone else throw the ball like 14 yards. Like they couldn't throw an out route outside the numbers. And so they have that. Penn State's defense is not that great, right? It's not that great. I Wisconsin's defense is pretty good, but I think Clifford is a, it, if he turns he doesn't turn the ball over as much as he he did last year. If they have a new offensive coordinator. They're kind of, they're going back to their old offense that kind of put up a little more numbers. They were bad last year. They though, were bad. they started zero and five. They finished four and five. So they finished no. four. They yeah they finished four and five up until that. That line you just said, I literally just wrote down. I am taking Wisconsin minus five. Oh no! So I Nebraska I, beat Penn State last year. And yeah, I know how they started bad. over. They started on five. They had that Indiana like goal line that might he might have been oh, stopped on. Right. They kind of like trickled down, but then they won their last four games. So they kind of won the seat. They they kind of like picked it up. They changed their offense a little bit. Again, new offensive coordinator. So I think that they're going to put up some points against that Wisconsin defense, especially if Wisconsin gets up a little bit. They're going to have to throw the ball a little more. So I'm hoping that it's you know 31 24, 28 24, maybe twenty one. 21 going going in overtime something like that that um i like the over this week i think we talked about it like i hate when i write down my picks and i just start writing them all down like i do all my notes i, I do all this like i won't call it handicapping but my research and i write what i like and then i and i organize it and i just have like 16 picks that i want to choose from and 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 11 of them are favorites two are over or under so there's three underdogs so it's like fuck there's no way I'm gonna have 13 favorites win. Well, I have I have 13 favorites lined up over here. So so, uh, but in Big Ten, I'm taking the over. I also think that, like in the Big Ten football, sometimes it feels like it's always other than Ohio State, it's like always a three point game. Feels like so as a as a me watching it, I think Wisconsin's definitely the better team. But if you can give me five and a half points, like I might take Penn State if I were leaning that way. I'm gonna go with the over on my pick. But I, if you put my gun to my head, I think Penn State's a little better than their they, – they start out so shitty, and they're a little better football team than what they started out. And I think that's why the line's not three. Um, it's five and a half. In Wisconsin, though, In, correct? Correct. No. Yeah, Penn State at Wisconsin. Yep, yep. Um, and so, I don't know. I just, I'm torn. Yeah. That's, uh, that's why I like the over. Game. like the over. I'm just going to take the over. I'm not going to take – This is why I like – this is why I like to see Big Ten teams play shitty teams to start the year so I can actually see if they're good. Like, don't yeah. don't make me bet Wisconsin-Penn State without watching any film. Oh, my God. It's it, and coming off a COVID year. You, like, fucking cupcake it up. Let's have these spreads be minus 300. Let Nebraska play, like, the school of deaf and blind. Get some confidence, and then we can start talking. But... You're you're putting us in a tough position and getting to another Big Ten game. I might be even jumping ahead here, but looking at uh, Iowa, Indiana. That was I that two away, but we'll go Iowa, Indiana over under forty five spread thir- three and a half. Iowa. I refuse to ever bet the over in any Iowa game. So nope, that's, that's I'm not saying that. What's your take on this game? Um, you know, I I think Iowa's gonna be very solid. They're always very solid, though. Um, it's gonna be interesting because. Uh, the Indiana quarterback, what just got cleared this week yeah. to to play. Yep. Obviously, he's a game game changer, but I just I don't know. I mean, I I personally, on the record, I'm not betting this game unless oh, this know, is, unless this I is, go on a rampage Thursday. This Friday, is one Saturday of my this morning. one of my picks. Um, this, I don't know what time this game is. If I had to guess, it's probably like 9 a.m. because it's Big Ten football. But I I just have a tough time betting against Iowa here, but. In, I mean, if he comes back and he's even a glimpse of what he was, what's his name? Michael Penix? Yep. If he's a glimpse of what he was last year pre-ACL tear, I mean, I right. I like Indiana. I just I, don't know. I'm very high. On what? On Iowa. 
Like they are. Like this. This is one of my like. I think uh, they're legit. They are good. I Indiana gives me two years ago Minnesota vibes when PJ Fleck came over. They started yeah. like nine and zero. It's like oh, he's changing the culture. They're going to be a power college game day should go there. Blah blah. And then the next year they went like what seven and five, eight and four. They got blown out the first game. They give me. Uh, Minnesota vibes where like maybe they peaked a little too early last year it was a COVID year they had a, a, a close game against Penn State right a close game at the goal line they could have lost if I think people are so high on them this line started out as minus six Iowa minus six is now down to three and a half I think the the public is thinking ooh Indiana's getting points they were so much better last year than this I think everything just clicked for them they won a couple close games they had a couple games where like some a lot of stuff went their way I think I was going to fucking run down the throat. Of uh, I agree. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of mistakes, especially, yeah, he was their quarterback. You know, he is their QB one, but he hasn't gotten the reps. He hasn't worked. With, you know, there are people that go in and out. I don't I don't know what their returning players looks like, but I mean, I, I would be more confident betting Iowa minus, what is it, three, three and a half, than I, I would be taking Indiana and the points. I, I like the bet there. I think... I think you're going to be. It's going to be. I think it's going to be a great game. It'll be interesting. I think that I could see this somehow getting to the over. I don't. I would never bet the over in an Iowa football game, but that right. could definitely happen. Let's go on. We got the uh, Oregon versus Fresno State. Love Fre- that game. All right. I think. I think we're going to be. I. I am not high on Oregon right now. Um. You know. I think they had a pretty good year last year. What they they lost in what bowl? Oh, I don't, I don't but they that. lost their quarterback to Texas Tech. Yeah, but Anthony Brown is better quarterback. I know this because yeah, he's a Boston, Boston College guy. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. We know. You love everything Boston. We get it. But I think that if you're going to be talking about the spreads at 21 points, 20 and a half points, I mean, Fresno State, they can sling it a little bit. Um, I wouldn't take Fresno State in the points, but I do like the over in that game. I do think... Fresno State puts up points. I do think they put up 17 or 21 points, especially late in the game. Um, I, I do like the over there. I mean, I think Oregon's still going to be the real deal. And like you said, you know, they do have the better quarterback there. And now he's gotten all the QB1 reps. So I think that does make a huge difference. He, uh, he, he's had a whole offseason. Yeah. Last year, they didn't have this. Their, their running backs are back. They run the ball very well. They Their defense, they might have a top five player drafted next year on defense. Their linebackers are good. Thibodeau or... Yeah. Their linebackers are good, right? So Fresno State can sling the ball. It's in Eugene. All right. They're coming off a, a convincing win. Fresno State, all, all I wasn't like the... Um, it was UConn, so it's really hard to tell. Like, it, Oregon could beat UConn by like 300 probably. I really like actually Oregon in this at minus 20 and a half, especially under the three touchdown threshold. Uh, if it goes on the 20, take it even more. I think their quarterback, I love him a lot. I, they're recruiting really well. Someone was, I read an article, and now granted, I take all these articles with a grain of salt because some of them have like our Oregon people in the background. They're all homers. Yeah, they could be homers. I don't know who's who, but they're saying that like like their recruiting class, Chip Kelly did really good at like getting running backs and, and skilled quarterbacks. Um, Anthony Brown reminds me of Dennis Dixon. He's not Marcus Mariota. He's not gonna, he's not like 4'4 four, four speed. He's a little slower, but he still can move. Um, but they're recruiting like very well all around. You know, offensive linemen, uh, defense line. They're, they're just they're more really all cr- around than when he, Chip. They're recruiting. He, their defense is a whole lot better than when Chip Kelly oh, yeah. was there. It's also tough when you're a defensive player when Chip Kelly at Oregon they score a touchdown three minutes and you're back on the field fucking 
every four minutes it feels like playing yeah. like I mean, ten plays. Your field, your your time of possession, you're you're losing that battle, but you're putting up thirty more points per yep. game. So, so absolutely gonna gonna be interesting how that one plays out. I think it will be interesting, especially since Fresno State already has kind of had their tune up. Yeah, I would love. Um, I, I I would take that. I I probably take the over too, just because. I just, my brain just says, don't, can't don't. bet unders in Oregon football. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough to bet an under in Pac-12 football. Yeah. And it's only 63. It's not like it's 70, 75, something crazy. So I, I like that. Um, Indiana, oh, no, we didn't Indiana. Uh, On to another top 10. I just want to say this because I'm betting it. Um, Cincy, Miami of Ohio, minus 23. I don't really know much about Miami, Ohio. I think Cincinnati, people are coming in them. We're very hyped. Their quarterback's fucking awesome. Unbelievable. Uh, their coaching, your coaching staff's great. They have a very, very good team. I think they're going to this. We have to blow everyone out, and we have to beat Notre Dame. Like, that's what they're doing. We have to blow everyone out, and we got to beat Notre Dame. So blow every per- team we play out by 100. And I think when they're up 30, they're going to try to go up 50. And I agree. I, so that's why the only reason I'm taking Cincy is because I think they're going to try to win by 100 every game. I agree. I think Cincinnati's unbelievable. They had a great year last year. Um, they had Their quarterback, Ritter. Ritter yep. Ritter. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable athlete. I mean, freak. I... I mean, I, I tried to do some research on Miami of Ohio. I mean, I saw they might get, they had a couple votes to win the, the what are they, the MAC? Doesn't mean, doesn't mean shit. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, I'm taking Cincinnati, and I agree with you. They're going to try to blow everyone out of the water. Until until the, the college football playoff format is altered, yeah. they know they have to win every game by 30 to 40 points, and they even when they face Notre Dame, they're going to have to win. They're going to have to win and look good. Yep. So I agree with you there. We go to the second game of the week, I'd call it. The second biggest game of the, of the week. But before we do, I got a question. Monday, you wake up. You go one in five, college football. Getting the sweats. Ass are sweating. Back of the knees are sweating. Because you got to pay your fucking bookie. You don't want to do that. Why risk your own money? Why would someone do that? No, what you do is you go to the Vookie app. It's 100% risk-free. You bet with credits. You use that credit to put in daily raffles. Get a Starbucks gift card, Amazon gift card, other raffles, weekly, daily. And you use someone else's money. You just got to watch some ads. That's it. You don't have to worry about paying your bookie and you can still win. Get the thrill of winning. Sounds pretty damn good to me. Why would you risk your own money? It doesn't make sense to me. It does not. I agree completely. Download the Vookie app. It's incredible, easy to use. And, and truthfully, if you're tired of paying your Bookie, you should download it right now. Yeah, especially if you have like, if you have a gambling problem, just download it. You don't, have to, you don't have to worry about paying. No money involved. Just download the Vookie app. You can gamble for free. You can get your fix in, and you don't have to worry about losing money. So, again, download the Vookie app, 100% risk-free. So we move into the Alabama Miami game. I've always said this, like this was back when I said this with the Patriots when I like growing up when they had Tom. Like you don't win money betting against Alabama. You just can't. You don't do it. They always they've played since 2011. They've played like nine Power Five teams early in the season, like Michigan, Virginia Tech, Wisconsin, USC. They're nine and zero, and they've won by double digits each fucking time. They kill these teams. These first everyone comes in question. They kill them. 18, I think moved up to 20 right now. It's going to go up to 21. I think a lot of people like it up until about 21. 
I don't know. I just can't seem to bet against Alabama. I know Derek King is a very good player. I know Miami has athletes all across the board. I know they'll be the game, but his knee injury, ACL, how do I know he's going to react? From that, gets hit a couple times. He might not be as mobile. I mean, he's getting hit by big, big-ass boys. Like, let's not – it's not – you know, Derek King, he's not a big guy. I mean, you look at him, and even just on the field, he is the smallest guy on the field. Yep. And Alabama are the biggest guys on the field, and they're the fastest guys on the field. I just – I'm not high on Miami. I never have been, even when they started making their turnaround. But like you said, you you don't win money betting against Bama. You know, and and I will say this: Bama's defense is really good. They obviously have a lot of question marks on offense, and I took them on the team total under this year because they have to go undefeated. It's eleven and a half. I took them under because I, I think that they had Devontae Smith, they had Mac Jones, two top. One won the Heisman, Heisman. One finished third or fourth in the Heisman voting. That Najee Harris, one of the best running backs in the in the Jaylen league. Jalen Waddle, Jalen, and they had two other first round wide receivers. So they and their offensive linemen. So they were placing a lot on offense. So even if they're very good, ninety percent of what they were previously, I feel I think it's a very good team to beat Miami. Do they win twelve games? I don't know. Um, but I, there's a lot of question marks. I would say wait for. I will wait till the first half line comes. If it's like 10, I'll probably take Alabama mindset. They usually come out of these games like on fire. They get up early in these games, these first games a year. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. I, I'm i going to kind of see how my board is shaping out over the you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning. At the end of the day, I'm I'm not going to lose sleep if I bet Bama and they lay an egg. I don't see them laying an egg by laying an egg. I think you know they only win by like 16. Uh, I just, I would love to see Miami lose. I just don't, for whatever reason, I am just against Miami. I think it's because that last memory I have of Nebraska football being good is getting destroyed by Miami. But I just don't think De'Eric King can compete with Alabama's defense. I just don't think he will be as good as when they face smaller ACC opponents. I like Bama, but I'm like you. I'm going to stay away for now. I'm going to see how things shape out and what the first half line, line looks like. Uh, move on to University, Louisiana, Lafayette versus Texas. The Raging Cajuns, baby. I said this in the preseason, uh, my first episode. I think that ULL, ULL could beat them. Um, Texas has so many question marks. It's opened up the season at, my, at plus 16. It's all the way down to eight to the point where I think I like Texas. <laughs> I like Texas now. Who's I, their quarterback? Uh, they just announced it today. Um, I forget who it is. I don't know. Texas isn't back. I don't know half the people that are playing, but everyone and their mother is on ULL. They got it. Texas has a new coach, Shark, the Shark Man. All right. He's part of the. I stink as a head coach, get fired, go work for Nick Saban, win a national championship, put up huge numbers, and get a head coaching job somewhere else. Uh, recipe, it's a recipe for success. It's really a good recipe for success. Bill O'Brien's about to do it. He's foolproof. Yeah, and and so that we'll we'll see if it's foolproof with Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's going to go there. They're going to put up like a hundred yard for the next two years, and like Tennessee's going to fire their coach, and then he's just it, yeah. yeah, and then he's going to he, they're going to hire him, um, or Nebraska might hire like Bill yeah, O'Brien. Please let's 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 not. <laughs> uh, but. I, it's to the point where there's so many question marks on Texas. People are betting from 16 to 8 is a dramatic it's, line that's one of the when more, someone, when, when not like a major player there, Yeah, hurt. there hasn't been major news. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm on Texas. The only thing is, 
the Texas running back. He's a Heisman hopeful. Bijan Robinson. He went to my rival high school, South Point Catholic. That's about all I know about Texas other than their head coach. So I do like that aspect. Eight points, so it's like, man, that's not that's not a lot to still you're still comparing you It know, is in Texas. Yeah. I shit, I mean, I don't know what to, I don't know what time that game starts. I don't have it on my sheet to my pick six or even my other eleven bets I have on there. I just don't know eight points. Like that there's been no major news. Yeah. I don't I don't know much about ULL. Um 16, I was high on them. No, I know a lot. They, their coach is very good. He's turned down two SEC jobs. Their quarterback is a fucking stud. Their defense is good. Their offense are returning guys. They're returning a lot. Honestly, I like, beat, I like ULL the way you're talking but they about beat, They beat... Who they Who'd beat? they beat last year? Give me something to like go off of. Um, I will look it up while you listen to this next ad by Alec. This next ad is brought to you by yours truly, High Noon. Once again, High Noon goes above and beyond providing the essential game day experience, tailgate experience for all individuals over the age of 21. So with that said, the Picard Pick 6 show is brought to you by High Noon. Drake responsibly. They beat Iowa State last year to open up this season 31-14. They absolutely murdered Iowa State. But if my memory serves Wait, they me... they beat Iowa State last year? Yeah, 31-14. They didn't play Iowa State last year. Yeah, they did. 31-14. Um, Big 12 played non-conference games? Yeah. And uh, this is 2020. Yeah, football schedule. 2000. They went 10-1 and last year. Um, so No wonder they like ULL. So he, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Um, I think one was a kick return. One was a punt return. They like two returns and they're like a fluke play. So it wasn't like they just dominated. The score wasn't as like dominant. There was a couple mm-hmm. things that just like went their way. I like ULL. I don't, I don't. Right. Put on your card. I'm putting, I mean, I'm, I would, I'm betting them now. I, I don't know. I'm on Texas. Texas doesn't have a quarterback. I mean, they just announced a guy there. I mean, they have obvious, a quarterback. I mean, yeah. So I'm a quarterback too. <laughs> Saturdays, baby. Flag football. Uh, no, I just think, uh, you know, if they're, they're as good as I saw them ranked, I was just shocked. I just don't know much about them, but. Yeah. Texas, other than other than having Steve Sarkeesian and having Bijan Robinson, I know nothing about them. Which maybe that's for the best, but um, I, you know, I, I'm still staying away. But if I was to lean a game here, it's ULL. Yeah. Uh, move on to USC, San Jose State, top twenty five teams at uh, USC. USC, I'm not. So here's here's my struggle with this. San Jose State's really good. When they finally played, like, a, you know, they won the Mountain West, some tough competition there. How would they do in the Pac-12, though? Like, could they beat, what would they lose, what would the score be against Utah, Oregon? Like, I, that's why I try to, like, figure out how, with this line. Would they just lose every game by, like, 10 to 20 points in the Pac-12 of, like, the top four or five teams? I, my problem with USC is I just don't trust their coaching staff. And a lot of people are very high on um, Slovis. I'm not high in their quarterback. I just, when I watched him play, I was just like, oh, he's like, I thought he was like, okay, that was good. But like, I'm expecting the, like. The problem is, is USC, other than Oregon, they're the only West Coast team that gets any hype. So I think the media overhypes USC. They're like, oh my gosh, they're finally good. They want to go back to the Matt Liner, Reggie Bush days at USC. I, I'm i not ever high on USC. I They just prove time and time again to, to let you down. I don't know. It's tough. San Jose State's actually a pretty 
decent opponent for them. I just when they finally played like a good, like they lost the ball state in the like the last game of the year. Like they were undefeated. Yeah, they beat like they beat Boise State. I just but was boy is Boise State really that good last year? Like they just they're oh I know it's and they're underdogs. So it's like, a COVID year. You yeah, just have like, no like idea. so I'm just staying away because I just don't. I just don't know what like USC should be good and they should win this game handily. I believe based on talent, everything. I I just don't trust their coaching staff. So um, I think it's tough, especially with you know San Jose State has played a game already. I I'm I don't have it on my slate. I am interested to see because I do think it's going to be an interesting test to see how good San Jose State is the rest of the year, and this will help me handicap them the rest of the year. Yep. Uh, we go into the biggest game of the year. With national champ, I know it's stupid to say week one national championship implications, but whatever team wins this basically has a front row seat to the playoffs. Easily. Right? I think Clemson needs to win the game more because their non conference schedule or their, their, their rest of your schedule stinks. They don't play Miami, they don't play UNC. So the only time they're going to see a ranked team is in the ACC championship game, basically, or like a top possibly 10 team and they need UNC to kind of run the table so in case they drop one Clemson Georgia could lose this game go 11 and 1 win the SEC and make it or maybe even go 10 and 2 being an SEC champ and a loss to Clemson and then a loss to another top five team they could definitely do that too um but I mean I think it's gonna be an exciting matchup either way um Clemson's got the better quarterback I know people are high in JT Daniels I'm not so high in JT Daniels um I know DJ Ulugalele, something like that. Um, very, it's a fucking study. When he played against Boston he's, College, he fucking ripped them to shreds. He's very good. Their defense is very, very good. They're replacing something, you know, Travis Etienne, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I know they got Justin Ross back uh, from mm, yeah, uh, last replacing year. Replacing Amari Rogers. Yeah, so they they got. I think on paper they look good. This is Kirby Smart's best Georgia team, from what I've been reading and talking about. Um, his best Georgia team. They're ready to go. I think if I were to lean one way, it's like just maybe t- give me the points in a, in a very good team. I know Clemson's better, but if it's two very, very good teams that have both chances to go, then w- like people There's, are picking yeah. Georgia to win a national championship. Some people are. are that, I, you watched College Game Day last week, and they had two of the four picked yeah. them. So you're, just give me the, if they're equal, just give me the team with the points. Yeah. If Clemson had three plus three, I'd probably just take Clemson in this situation. That's yeah. where I would lean. If I don't have this on my slate, I will bet this game. It'll just depend on what, how I'm almost, I mean, truthfully, it's a game time decision for me because I, I'm not strong either way. I think Georgia has a little bit more experience, but then you look at it like, you know, DJ, he is a stud. I mean, he, you're talking about arguably last year, he starts over any other quarterback other than Trevor Lawrence and probably Justin Fields. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. He's the third best quarterback in the country, in my opinion, last year. Mac Jones, because just uh, based yeah. on his year. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, Mate, I'd say Oklahoma fans might argue. But Spencer Rattler. I think if you put DJ on those rosters to compete for quarterbacks, oh, though. Yeah, they still the same team. I think, yeah, they're the same team. They're not any worse. I, and I think DJ might start over Mac Jones or start yeah. over Spencer, Spencer Rattler. Yeah. I mean, it. it no, no, know, I agree with you. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. It's it, impressive. It's, he, I mean, good. Good he, for Clemson. He was arguably, unless like there's Sam. I just Sam Howell, great. I love Sam Howell. He's arguably the second best pl- uh, quarterback in the ACC last year. They're number yeah. one and number two quarterback. I agree. No, I yeah. I, I completely uh, agree. We go into a, a a game now. We got LSU, UCLA. 
LSU minus four and a half over under 66. They're playing in Houston and LSU had to leave uh, earlier because of the hurricane coming in. So they're over there. Um, I believe the game's in Houston. I think it's in, in Pasadena. No, it's no. Look that up. I'm pretty sure it's in Pasadena. I might be completely wrong with that. LSU at. Let me look this up. I think I saw something. Uh, what's your take, though? I I mean the way UCLA looked last week. I think, you know, obviously they looked very impressive. Um, LSU, obviously two years ago won national championship. Last year was what like six and six, five and five, something like that. Not impressive at all. I do know one of their two, you know, in the quarterback competition, one of them went out for the year. Yeah, it says mass required at LSU UCLA football game after LA County issue. It looks like it's in LA. Yep, you're right. It's in Pas- Yeah. I just saw them. So for some reason, I thought it was a neutral site. And then I saw them practicing in Houston. So I just I thought they, it was yeah. there for a second. They tried to leave for the Okay, the so this is, this actually. I me. like UCLA there, the way UCLA looked last week. I don't know much about LSU. I know last year, though, LSU's defense was awful. They had Bo Pelini as D coordinator. I don't think he's there anymore. He's not. But I I won't be shocked. I don't even know what the over is. It could be 70, and I think the, the over hits, because UCLA looked unbelievable against, I know it's Hawaii, but they just did whatever the Six, heck they wanted. 66. I'll say this. UCLA looks so much faster than Hawaii, and Hawaii's not a bad team. They're not a great team. I think people were just higher on Hawaii because they see Hawaii, and everyone bets them late night, and they like somehow cover some games. When they're inland, they they don't cover. Um, UCLA, I, I've been high on them all year. I said from the beginning that they could win this game. They could start 2-0 right now. They could actually be 4-5-0 going into like USC, I think it is, or, or, or Arizona, ASU. They could be at like top, top 15 teams playing each other. I'm really high on Chip Kelly. I'm really high on them. I think Coach O is like, a good motivational coach, but he won that national championship. And I think all the pieces fell into play. Joe Burrow balled out there. Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator, who is a absolute stud as yeah. an offensive coordinator, passing game coordinator. They had two first round picks at wide receiver. I don't think they have that this year. Now they do have good defensive co- uh, backs. Yeah, but they got, I mean, they're deep. They got roasted on defense last year. I mean, they were giving up like 40, 50 yeah. points no, to and I, whatever team. They brought a new offensive coordinator, defense coordinator. I just don't know, like, the qu- questions at quarterback still. They're just not as, he's gotten like a little pass because of that national championship, and rightfully so. He motivated them. He's a motivational coach. I don't know how great of an X's and O guy he is. So if he doesn't have great coordinators, I think they struggle. I like UCLA. I'll take all the, I'll take, give me the four points at home. Maybe a little sprinkle. We'll yeah. sprinkle on the money line. I I think so. I think there's great value there. I LSU, I think might be a little overhyped. I just don't know. I mean, when, especially when you're bringing in new OCs, DCs, quarterbacks. Yeah. It's that's a lot. Yep. I, I just especially going on the road early. I, I, I think UCLA's a great pick. All right. Last game. Last game of the of the slate. Of the slate. We have Notre Dame, Florida State. Florida State obviously has Mackenzie Milton. I'm cheering for Mackenzie Milton. I'm cheering for him. I hate what I'm about to do, but I'm betting against them. I just think Florida State's been terrible the last few years. They haven't been great. I love Mackenzie Millen. He was my he was my one of my favorite players at UCF. I used to actually create him in Madden to be the quarterback of the Patriots a couple years ago to replace Tom Brady because I like the guy so much. The horrific knee injury. I am rooting for him. I'm just not sold on Florida State right now. Yeah, um, I think and what's the line at seven, seven and, and a half. half. Yeah. And it's moved down. Yeah. It was, it was 10 and a half moved to seven and a half. Yeah. I think I, I'm just going to keep going against the people. Yeah. I'm going against the public. I, I agree. I'm not going to go. I'm not betting against Notre Dame. Is it in? They did rush for two, 199.9 yards a game last year. Florida state did. Um, 
Where's the game at? In Florida State, yeah, isn't it? Florida State. I agree. I think. Uh, I think. I mean, it's tough to bet against Notre Dame here, but I do love. I'm. I am cheering for Mackenzie Milton to lose this game by eight points. I hope he looks incredible. Yep. Just not that incredible. Notre Dame is replacing Ian Book, but they got some dudes back. They got some of the defense player back. I think their defensive coordinator is one of the best defensive coordinators in the country. He gets. Like, I just think. Notre Dame's very good. They always do is they go ten and one. They'll cover a lot of games, and they always like don't cover like the Pittsburgh game on like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Um, but I just I, I'm taking Notre Dame. I really like this pick. Um, I don't have it on my slate. I'm waiting to see. I mean, it's a Sunday game, so I can I have plenty of time to sulk or celebrate my my previous bets. So I'm I'm holding off. I'm gonna see. I I mean the way that the public's trending right now. I mean it might even get to seven. Or even six and a half. If it gets to seven, I like the Notre Dame value there. I mean, Florida State's not good. I know they have a quarterback. And at the end of the day, Mackenzie Milton was that dude. I mean, he was that dude at UCF. If he has any sprinkle of that on Sunday, it could be could be an interesting one. But we'll see. All right, let's go into our... Any other games you want to cover? Um, I'm done talking about Nebraska football until they prove they're worthy about talking. So now I'm good. Yep. All right, so let's go into our picks. So first off, I'm going to say this. I'm going to give six picks on the card. These are my top six picks that I like, but these are all the games I am betting because I thought, you know what, Scott, this year, be smart. Pick six games. Just six of the top ones you like. You'll make more money this year. You'll be better picks. And then week zero happened, and I went five and one, and I got excited. And then I started doing He's research. You got, I did start doing research, and I fucking love like a ton of games and it's week one. I'm going to be betting a ton. The guy so, reads, guy reads articles written by homers and he starts loving teams. I will. So I'm going to go over my card. I'm going to go over all the picks. Start, I love. start with the pick six. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm going to go all the picks. You're going to go all your picks. You're going to give me your pick six and then I'll go my pick six. All right. Ohio state minus 14 UNC minus five and a half Iowa minus three and a half Notre Dame minus seven and a half. Cincy, minus 23 and a half. San Diego State, minus 31 and a half. You we know bet who, against New Mexico State will, until they prove us wrong. New Mexico State is one of the worst teams in the history the worst. of college football. The, I will be betting them. I will be betting against them until they actually cover a game. And then when they cover, I will then bet against them the next week because there's no that chance week. they can do it two weeks in a row. Correct. Ole Miss, Monday night against Louisville, minus 10. I think Louisville stinks. I don't. Not high in them. I have them team under for their team total. Uh, I don't think they're that good. UGA, Georgia, that is plus three and a half. UCLA plus four. Sprinkle money line. Penn State, Wisconsin over fifty. UCF minus five. Texas minus eight. Oregon minus twenty and a half. Michigan State, Northwestern under fourteen. In this one, we never talked about it, but I bet them for my team total over, and I think they're like really good coached. Rutgers minus 14. So those are my all the picks I am betting this week. A lot of favorites, which gets me nervous. But it's acceptable week one. Yeah. It's acceptable week one. All right. Here's my picks for the week, not just the pick six. I'm going with Iowa minus three, Wisconsin minus five. We we talked me into those just in this podcast alone. I'm taking Kentucky first half minus 16 over Louisiana Monroe. I am going with Auburn minus 36 and a half against Akron. UNC minus five and a half. BYU minus 11 and a half over Arizona. San Diego State 
whatever the line is, I think we, we see it right now at 31. Cincinnati minus 22. North Carolina State minus 18. Coastal Carolina over Citadel minus 35 for some Thursday action as well as UCF minus 5. Uh, with my pick 6, I'm taking the UCF game, Coastal Carolina, North Carolina State, Cincinnati, San Diego State, and gosh, these are just all favorites. It's it, Hopefully they prove me right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take, gosh, which one do I want my sixth pick to be? Honestly, I don't know anything about University of Kentucky, but I'm taking Kentucky first half money line, or not first half money line, first half spread, minus 16 over ULM for my six uh, out of, I think I've got 12 or 13 there total. Okay, I'm, here's my pick six. I, I, I had a hard time nailing this down. It's tough to narrow it down to six when you have 15 on your board. <laughs> and I love them all. Yeah, I man. love every single one of them. We got, I'm taking Ohio State minus 14, get a little game, game one on, on a Thursday. Iowa minus three and a half. Notre Dame, going to get that Sunday. I got Cincy minus 23. Ole Miss, so I have a Monday, so I have a game like almost every week. Then UCLA plus four. I'm taking one favorite. UCLA plus four. Sprinkle. Sprinkle. Sprinkle the money line. That's week one, episode three of the Picard Pick Six show with the new full-time co-host. It's great to be here, Scott. It's great to be here. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Download the Vookie app. For for those of you who aren't quite confident enough in our bets, just follow along on the Vookie app. And at that moment, you will realize and you will see the success Scott and I are bringing you each and every week. I will. I'm also going to do this. I'm writing down all these picks. I'm going to keep track of my record, and if my record's really good, but I go like three and three, my pick six, but I go like fourteen and six. Okay. I'm fucking sharing that fucking. Absolutely, same here. Yep, yeah, absolutely. But if I go like zero oh and fourteen, but I go six and zero, oh, my pick six. Hold <laughs> up, pick six. The yeah. only thing I'm talking about. Absolutely. Thank you.